welcome to the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and Badgers fans, thank you for tuning in. They are the guaranteed rate bowl champions. Happy to have a winning season, finishing 7-6. and six. That's something to celebrate. As well as a new quarterback for next season, Tanner Mordecai. It's going to be exciting with Coach Fickle. We also have an update on the basketball team, which is about to start their Big Ten play. So that should turn up. Thank you for joining us, and let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host. And Badgers fans, thank you for tuning in. Bowl guaranteed rate bowl winners. The Badgers knocked off Oklahoma State Cowboys 24 to 17, continuing their streak of winning. KJ Braylon Allen led the way with 22 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown, but it got tight. Oklahoma State made a late run, so we're going to talk the recap. We're going to talk about the team moving forward with Coach Fickle getting his first win, Mm -hmm. and we're going to end on the basketball team. So we have a great show for you today. Thank you for tuning in. I'm joined by my co-host, KJ. KJ, how you feeling? Hey, what's going on, Badgers fans? I'm feeling good because the Badgers salvaged the season. We had an above 500 season, and that was a small win, and it's important in life to celebrate the small wins. I'm also feeling great because Michigan and Ohio State just got knocked out of the college football playoff. Obviously, Ohio State went up against a juggernaut in Georgia. Michigan dropped the ball against a matchup they probably should have won in TCU. And as the college football playoff expands, I believe it's not this coming season, but the following season to 12 teams. If you look at Luke Fickle when he had Cincinnati, he went up against an Alabama team. He didn't go up against a TCU. You know, he may have lost, but going up against Alabama with Cincinnati is like going up against an NFL team with like a, you know, whatever conference they're in like American Athletic Conference or whatever it was and he played well like they were actually in that game in the first half Sauce Gardner the whole shebang but yeah I mean the the point I'm trying to make is the opportunity is there for the batters to ascend into the college football playoff and honestly we have as good a shot as any team because I, I feel like our coach but not only that the quarterback play so back to the bowl game we had Chase Wolf we did not have Miles Burkett we got the win but we also have all of a sudden a stacked quarterback room huge news Tanner Mordecai transferring in from SMU he was originally an Oklahoma recruit just like Nick Evers who also transferred in all of a sudden the batters have Chase Wolf who looked a lot better than Graham Mertz most of the year you have miles burkett who i think a lot of badgers fans would like to see get some action it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to him because it seems like he might be a little buried in the depth chart i don't want to speak too soon you obviously can't tell till spring ball um, or even fall ball but and then you got tanner mordecai who looks like a sure lock to start otherwise i don't think he would have came here unless he would have gotten some sort of guarantee i'm not a huge fan of giving guarantees you know i think garen mertz got a bunch of guarantees that saw him start way longer than he should have but it looks like tanner mordecai is the real deal and i'm very excited i'm i'm happy the batters put an exclamation mark on their season with a bowl win um, i'm happy that you know we, we celebrated a small win i'm happy we're building for the future and it looks bright so thanks for having me i'm excited to get be here yeah badgers fans chase wolf to me he was a slinger he was throwing the He's ball with confidence he was slanging it he was kind of playing with a little bit of freedom and that's something that i didn't see in Mertz. i think a lot of people were seeing that with their eyes saying what were the coaching staff evaluating because Graham Mertz 
There was no reason he should have had that long leash when no, he had Chase Wolf. Not at the scene that Chase Wolf. Yeah, and Travis Beckham, former Badgers tight end, he was putting out comments like that as well. I know I was kind of wondering the same thing. And, Cage, it brings me back to what you mentioned, you know, the guarantee. Right now, players are getting, you know, cash for transferring. They're getting cash. They were always getting cash under the table in college. Who knows what else they're getting, Badgers? Yeah, but who (laughs) knows what else they're getting, right? And that's my point is Graham Mertz, he for sure had something in his, you know, I guess deal. Stature, yeah. Yeah, that, that, you know, was keeping him the starter. I I don't get it because Chase Chase Wolf made several nice throws. He beat Oklahoma State, and it it looked good. The team looked Ah. inspired. They looked like they were having fun out there, KJ, which I just didn't see under Mertz either. It wasn't like the leadership was there. It was all this talk about him, and I'm not really here to talk about Mertz, but all I'm saying is, hey, Chase Wolf, you know, Hey, sometimes I would have been frustrated and I would have been happy to ball too. So happy to see him play well. Do you have any thoughts about Chase who's coming back for a sixth season? Well, here's the deal about Chase, right? I mean, anyone who watched the game, I think was impressed. Like he slang some throws into some improbable receptions. And I think his mechanics are whack. I think he's got like a sidearm delivery. I think his footwork footwork is very suspect. And I think that's probably the reason why you could like make the case for a Graham Mertz starting over him in practice or something. Just because Graham Mertz, it just seems like his mechanics might have looked nicer. I'm not going to say they were nicer because certainly the results weren't there. But Chase Wolf, man, he got the win. And I don't know if Graham Mertz is capable of beating an Oklahoma State type team. I don't you know, think like, so you, you look at Washington State, couldn't get that done. You look at, at Minnesota, home. couldn't get that done. You look at all these games, couldn't get it done, man. So it's like, what in the actual age? was Paul Chris doing and frankly and Jim. Jim Leonard starting Graham Mertz so long I mean that's why they're both not here at some point you got to like look and believe what your eyes are telling you like it's like they almost had VR goggles on and instead of seeing Graham Mertz play they saw like Tom Brady in his prime Peyton Manning in his prime Aaron Rodgers in his prime Drew Brees in his prime out there and it was completely virtual reality it's the only conceivable explanation of why he they started him and honestly it is uh an egregious enough offense to to have them both you know honestly elsewhere right now very happy to see Jim Leonard get a good send-off um with a win obviously we're very thankful for what he does with the program but this is going to be a huge learning lesson for him I think he's going to think long and hard about some of the preferential treatment he gave Wisconsin players this year that resulted in him not landing his dream job yet at least and in his next stop wherever that is whether it's a head coaching position whether it's a defensive coordinator position like you're gonna have to play the best guy like you can't have a terrible player out there week after week after week if you have a better alternative and Chase Wolf like if he was so like, the first interception was terrible in the end zone, if Badgers fans remember that. But Chase Wolf ended up getting a TD, and he ended up getting the win, and that counts. You know, the, the win at the end of the day is what counts. Well, Cage, it's not just about playing your best player, because maybe that's, like, what they were getting, you know, psyched out about. It's about rotating guys and giving others an opportunity to perform when someone isn't performing well. You know, when the guy yeah. at work or the office, you know, who's the star salesman has a terrible couple months, you're not going to keep like treating him so fair favorably. Or when you're, when you're 
you know, a quarterback and you're pretty much had He's all these picks, opportunities to else. start. Yeah. Why are you still starting on this program? And I think that's really what was damaging the locker room is just kind of this invincible shield uh, that yeah. he had around himself. And, you know, I think it, I think, was, like you said, it's going to be a wake-up call that Jim just has to have a little bit higher standards when it comes to his guys. It's not about being a people-pleaser as a coach. Well, Fickle's like, coming in, and he's almost running it like a drill cage. At first, exactly. it was Nick Evers. Then it was, you know, Tanner Mordecai. Oh, yeah, the then the 6'6 six, six Texas kid. Exactly. 6'6 six, six Texas kid, and now it's Tanner Mordecai. Sorry, Chase Wolf. Sorry, you know, Nick Whoever. Evers. Whoever. You better ball if you care. want to start. Exactly. I don't care. This is football. This is sport. This is about winning championships. That's one thing that I always appreciated about European, you know, Champions League play is if you make mistakes, you're out because it's about winning that cup because that's really where the big dollars are earned. And I think that's what Fickle understands. That's why he's retooling this team with talent. That's why guys out there were playing hard, playing fun. I saw a lot of, you know, spunk and just inspiration amongst the boys. Um, Ches Malusi, 16 carries, 77 yards. Braylon Allen, 22 carries, 116 yards. Not like great games for those guys but promising you know i'm not gonna say that i would like to like see the badgers bringing games. a i would like to see the badgers bringing a transfer running back honestly you know it should not be very hard to sell wisconsin to a solid running back out there whether it's from a mid-tier school whether it's from a high level school uh yeah man i mean braylon allen's a starter Ch- Ches malusi he's not Exceptional, And maybe he'll prove me wrong this coming year. But up to this point, look at the stats, look at the eye test. He had his, probably one of his best game, maybe his best game as a Badger in the bowl game. Um, but really, like, you know, look at Jonathan Taylor. Look at all the great backs who have come through Wisconsin. Like, the Badgers should be able to rack up transfer backs like they're racking up transfer quarterbacks right now. And I think that's something that uh, we should just keep our mind open to towards the future. Like, clearly the Badgers are hot. The Badgers are the hot name on the street. We're the hot name on the block. We're the party everyone wants to go to. You know, it's like this is the club Top everyone wants to town. be in right now. Exactly. So let's take advantage of that. And, um, yeah, man, here, you know. Here, here's one more it. thing I have to say is I think people believe in Fickle's ability to develop players. And that's something that when I saw this photo going around of Logan Brown and Graham Mertz, it shocked me. Because seeing them as freshmen, this was like an incoming freshman photo. Both of those guys were like elite recruits. Four and five stars, yeah. Elite recruits. And both of them, Cage, nothing flamed out of Wisconsin. And that's like as much as you want to blame the player, which obviously they have to shoulder the responsibility a good chunk. Probably 50-50. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of it is on the coach's uh, inability to develop those guys. You know, I'm looking at Hayden Rucci. He was his roommate with Graham Mertz. He yeah. looked better. He scored a touchdown. Yeah. Happy you know, and, and and so I think that's kind of where everyone in the roster is probably getting a new, you know, bit of intensity, a new spark is, hey, they want to play and they well, want the performers to play. It's not no more like handouts. You know, that's a well, exactly, man. culture in sports. The, what, what was going on with the Badgers this past season was it was literally like, club soccer for kids you know some parents are handing the coach money behind the scenes and you got pretty bad kids playing over maybe some kids on the bench who should be playing but their parents didn't pay the coach off you know like this happens 
if you if you have kids or if you've experienced this, listeners, you know, like it's a thing. You know, there there it's there's politics in high school and and youth sports, and and oftentimes it's very much pay to play. Whatever was going on, whatever was being transacted, whether it was verbal favors, whether it was you know verbal promises or, or monetary or, or a combination of all the above, it resulted in the Badgers taking more L's than they'd taken in you know. 30 years. So uh, Luke Fickle came in and it's no more free lunch. So that's Here's something exciting. I'll even say. I was excited about the final point about the game is I was excited about Dean Ingram all season about switching to wide receiver. But that was nothing. another example. He gave nothing. You put Chamiri DK back to return cage. He took one 53 yards and he almost broke it. It was like a shoestring tackle that kind of yeah. saved the touchdown for our Oklahoma State. And it was like Dude, why was Dean getting all those, you know, opportunities the entire year? And I know Grendel was back there, but it's just like, well, and like man, Dean, you know, Dean was a these, pretty good. He was a pretty good he was defensive a good back. You should have probably yeah, like, just left him where he was performing well. You know, and, and that's that's the man. other thing. Um, and this is Badger fans, just to take a step back, like I could not be more optimistic about the future. Like this is just fun, kind of like venting about. The the final this is like just because this is the final game of the season, this is like our final kind of really okay, talk about sucked. the year. But it would have been much different in this bowl game. We'd no, probably it, it, be like, Yeah, that you know, Jim, what could he have done, right? You know, like Well any, anyways, Dean Ingram, I think, you know, he showed a ton of promise as a corner. We had him on the show and his dad played in the league, you know, he got to understand it for or from a uh, like an offensive wide receiver perspective. So he was able to take that with him as a defensive back. All the guys in the locker room and the defensive back room, whether it be Caesar Williams or Fayon Hicks, who's now with the Broncos, they said Dean Ingram is up next. And you could see flashes of it on the defensive end. And then surprisingly in the offseason, they said, hey, he's switching to wide receiver. So I think everyone was like, interesting. I'm excited to see what this can do. Maybe this is something that we haven't, you know, contemplated that is really going to be like a, a lottery ticket here. But it was such like a like the way Dean Ingram was impacting the game on the defensive side of the ball was far greater than he was impacting on the offensive side of the ball. It's just a head scratcher, man. And I'm so thankful we got a coach now that is just going to come in with a fresh set of eyes. You know, how about Phil Longo? We haven't even really talked about Phil Longo. He's putting other coaches to shame right now. He's the hot guy people want to play for. You know, the hot coordinator, the guy with the the, the strong playbook. playbook. He He coached up North Carolina's quarterback to be a potential top pick when he enters the league like look up this guy look up his numbers he ended up staying at North Carolina there was a little bit of thought that he might transfer to Wisconsin to stay with Phil Longo but Phil Longo was like hey man I'm gonna move and I'm gonna get uh you know I'm gonna find a new quarterback wherever I go and I think he deserves a ton of credit I think Tressel the new DC is working in the background and we're gonna get a lot of uh you know exciting news in the future with him but all in all man this is a staff assembled that i believe can compete uh for college football playoffs and in the college football playoffs and that's why we're all here in the first place right badgers fans oh yeah speaking of new quarterbacks cage tanner mordecai transfers to wisconsin he was the star quarterback for smu who threw for more than seven thousand yards and 70 touchdowns in his two years there and before that cage he was at oklahoma but he got Mm -hmm. you know he lost the starting job to spencer radler and he decided hey i'm gonna go play at smu and i'm gonna prove how good i am and now cage he's like you know smu 
it's difficult, in my opinion. You know, I know Carson Wentz and a couple other quarterbacks, you know, Malik Willis, but, you know, they're not necessarily helping the brand for the small schools in terms of quarterbacks. Flacco. <laughs> Flacco was probably the best of them, but back to Tanner Mordecai, he knew that he has to get into a power conference. He sees this Wisconsin yeah. opportunity. He has something to prove. And, Cage, I think he has one year of eligibility yep, remaining. he's got one year left. So, so it looks like he's the sure starter. Or do not it's time to perform. I think it's a great win-win situation for both guys, for both people, both parties. You know, it's like well, the Russell Wilson situation, but we'll think about this. To that, you know, we'll think about this Badgers fans, Ohio state and LSU. Take a look at their drafted players. Take a look at their collegiate players. I would go as far to label those two schools as like wide receiver. You right. And Wisconsin, for the longest time, has been OLU, you know, Offensive Lineman University. Some people might even say Linebacker University uh, with T.J. Watt, Nick Herbig, all these talented linebackers coming through. Obviously, T.J. Edwards, Zach Bond, Chris Orr. There's, there's a lot of them. Leo Chanel. But mostly we're known as RBU, right? Well, you know who was known as QBU? That was Oklahoma. They had a slew of Heisman Trophy winners with Baker Mayfield, Sam Bradford, Kyler Murray. All three of those guys are number one overall picks. Spencer Radler ends up transferring. He wins the Heisman. Like, Oklahoma's QBU, and the batters got a couple of their QB recruits. So uh, if there's any school to snag a QB recruit from batters fans, Oklahoma is the number one Unless someone out there, you know, has, a, has an alternate school that produces better QBs in the recent memory on a consistent basis, like, I don't know if Outside I can think of, of one. <laughs> you, know, it, you, know, you know, Bama, you know, Bama maybe. is just yeah. different, right? Bama's, Bama's, a, different, Bama's a pro right? team. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Bama's different, but it's, it's exciting. It's a new era. I think that's what has me so pumped about just where the Badgers are going is every week, Cage. Another storyline. We're back on the pod talking about the new guy Fickle got. He's running it like a tight oiled ship and that's what i'm so excited about badgers fans is he didn't decide to kind of embrace you know the coaching change after the bowl game we could be starting the fickle era now right mm-hmm. instead he decided hey i'm gonna get in the locker room got it's to gonna work. be awkward and i'm gonna be there with jim leonard who clearly wanted this job and i'm gonna have to talk to him about it and the results hey we've got a lot of guys who stayed a lot of guys who came back after saying they were going to transfer, yeah. we've got some epic recruits, and now we're going forward with this mission. And it just seems we got Phil Longo. I mean, it just seems like everything is just kind of gone well. So well, let's let's talk about Chris Mack. Let's talk about stocks, yeah. right, Pack Badgers fans? If you look at the stock of Michigan State in the Big Ten, is that pointing up, down, or sideways? I'd say it's probably pointing sideways. If you look at Northwestern, if you look at Minnesota, if you look at Nebraska, if you look at all these teams, you know, Penn State's a good program, Ohio State's an elite program, Michigan is very much on, I mean, some may say they're an elite program, some might say they're on the cusp, but they're a very talented program. Like, who else is stock, besides Wisconsin, is as hot as ours right now? I don't know if there is one. You know, it's one of the hottest stocks in the Big Ten and even the country. Well, you know, and it shows that, hey, programs can elevate, right? Look at TCU. They're in the national championship game. And I remember when the Badgers and Scott Tolzien took them on all those years ago, Cage, when they were kind of about to make their jump into the Big 12. And, and, well, you know, it's just remarkable how they... They were in the Mountain West, yes. They've built this absolute powerhouse there. And, hey, well, 
what was their record last year? He can do it again this year. I don't. I don't remember their I, I think, la- record. I think was last it was year. like six and six. I mean, if you if you have a computer in front of you, maybe just Google it quick. But TCU, I believe this is their coach's first year at the program, Sonny Dykes. And if he can do this with TCU, I don't want to hear any BS about how the Badgers can't compete with the big boys. We just can't get those recruits like Ohio State can. It's like. You think TCU gets the same recruits as Texas? Because they don't. But guess what? They're playing in the national title in Texas. They were 5-7, Case. They were 5-7 five five and and last seven. year, Badgers fans. That is a blueprint right there. Guess what? And they did the, fire their coach. If the Badgers made it to the national championship and lost, as TCU, I would say, might do. You know, I, I, my money's on Georgia. I don't, I'm not a better, but um, I think Georgia is going to uh, win this game. Just I think there's too much talent there. I could be wrong. But, like, if Wisconsin turned around next year and just got to the college football playoff, did an upset and lost in the championship game, nobody would be complaining. And it's 100% been proven possible by this exact year's TCU team. And so, Badgers fans, the moral of the story is, if you ever hear someone telling you that you just can't because they say you can't, that's utterly false. You can. Fear is a liar, There's baby. There's always a way. There's always a way. Fear is a liar. Exactly. Don't give in to it. And Badgers fans, you know, I think that's kind of where we're at, you know, with the football team. A lot of optimism. A lot of Sky's the limit, man. Direction. Sky's the limit. Exciting stuff. Flipping it over to the basketball real quick just to give you a quick update there, everybody. You know, the Badgers, hey, they still 10-2, and two, and they're actually, you know, about to – really faced a lot of Big Ten competition. So we'll see what they have going on. Um, their schedule coming up looks to be Minnesota, Fun. Illinois, Fun. Michigan State, Always Indiana. Good. So four good games for the Badgers here to start What do you think Big their Ten record's going to be in those four games? Three and one is my prediction. And if they go four was, and oh, that would be crazy. Yeah, I was thinking for sure three and one or two and two. You know, those are uh, some pretty good programs. I know Purdue just lost again, obviously. So the Big Ten is not, you know, it's not like they have like a clear cut. Um, you know, d- depending on, depending on who you ask, like there's an opportunity there. But we have a lot of talented teams in the Big Ten, like Indiana. They're not a slouch. Illinois, they're not a slouch. Michigan State, they're not a slouch. So. Yeah, I mean, the Badgers have a great opportunity here, but it's going to be tough. Like you said, if they can go 4-0, that'll be absolutely insane. But I kind of expect them to go 3-1 and best case. I think 2-2 two and two is probably most realistic. But, hey, maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. Yep, and Badgers fans, after knocking off Western Michigan, after the Grambling State cancellation, after the Lehigh game, I mean, it's about time the Badgers get back yeah. to some serious ball, you know, and th- I think that's something we can all look forward to. Stephen Crawl actually coming off a 25-point performance. It would be it. nice to have another big man, you know, do, doing work in the Big Ten. Get his confidence going. That's something Nate Reavers always lacked, and you need confidence in the Big Ten. I think they've got it in Chucky. They've got it in Tyler, Tyler Wall. They've got it in the young freshman. And, uh, hey, another piece never hurts. So, Cage, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Badgers fans, thank you for tuning in. We'll have more updates for you, as always. Thank you for listening, and go Wisconsin. On Wisconsin forever, baby. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. If you like the show, please tell a friend or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's the number one way you can help us grow. Thank you again for listening, and as always... 
gold, big red badges, here we are yet again, University Street, yeah, Dayton's where we eat, yeah, Camp Randall, get loud, yeah, get proud, yeah, get loud, yeah, get proud. Feeling away, yeah, I'm feeling away, way, girl, I'm feeling away.